Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast, I'm Tom Barbalay. Today I'd like to talk about the legacy of George W. Bush. There's a lot of narrative currently associated with the fact that the US is more divided than it's ever been and all this other kinds of stuff. I think that's political machinations. I'll explore that more in a future Short Funk. It's very easy, this is take two of this particular recording, to digress into that. But let's not do that. Let's talk about the legacy of George W. Bush. I think of George W. Bush as part of a continuum, starting with his father, then Clinton, then obviously him, then Obama... Basically the same policies, similar directions, but George W. Bush has some important distinctions that I think make him clearly, in the past 20, maybe even 50 years, one of the most important and divisive political people in the US presidents. Let's call them presidents. And the reason that I say that George W. Bush is that is associated with the Bush Doctrine. Well, it led into Bush v. Gore which I think is absolutely fascinating, and I can deconstruct in a future short funk recording, you can't say in any capacity that the current circumstances in the US are anything like as divided as Bush v. Gore. Like, Bush v. Gore was actually a tight election under the election system that the US is governed under. I know there are a lot of people that talk about popular votes and all this kind of stuff. Where the hell have the people been in political power that have problems with the electoral system in the past, well, 16 years, 18 years, you know, Bush v. Gore wasn't anything that was a surprise. In fact, there have been close elections up until the point of Bush v. Gore. But Bush v. Gore indicated very strongly that the flaws in the current political system are expedient to all parties, not just the Republicans, also the Democrats. And nothing has been done to change the electoral system since Bush v. Gore. So the whole narrative associated with the fact that Clinton won the popular vote, all this kind of stuff, it's not the game that you're playing. When you play the game of US presidential politics, you adhere to this very curious system that is in place, unless you change it, and no one has attempted to change it. So the current circumstances or the discussion through 2016 election, what followed, not even close to Bush v. Gore. Then let's look at what happens when you have... You see, I, from my perspective at least, neoliberalism and neoconservatism, they're basically the same thing, from a distance. Same people get killed, same people starve, same kinds of curious foreign policy, slightly more militaristic under neoconservatism, but basically neoliberalism supports neoconservatism associated with actually how you maintain these failed invasions. Bush enacted, through the Bush Doctrine, an ability to engage with any country or any group of individuals without any degree of oversight, based purely on idle and very curious speculation. See the Russian hacking for more. Through this, he enacted a means for the industrial military complex in the US to engage in a new kind of warfare. Now, it's true, his father, Bill Clinton, both very receptive very, very good at enacting these kind of things. But 9-11 gave the opportunity for Bush Jr. to kill like no US president has killed, even through the Vietnam era. Second World War, we'll move the Second World War aside. But what occurred through the Bush Doctrine and the inaction of the Bush Doctrine was associated with killing, depending on who you talk to, between two and three million people in the world. And displacement of maybe 10 million people and even after bush the bush doctrine continued through obama so probably an additional million and change were killed 
through the Bush Doctrine enacted by Obama. So, I don't know. I mean, Trump's got to kill a lot of people in order to be at the same level of George W. Bush. And you've got the Vietnam presidents. You've got that period of time. They killed a lot of people as well. You've obviously got Hiroshima and Nagasaki. You've got these kind of things. It's difficult to find a US president that hasn't committed some form of genocide in some curious way. But just the level of killing, the level of mechanism that was enacted through Bush the Younger, really from Bush the Father, Trump has got to basically obliterate a small country in order to come close to George W. Bush in terms of just the number of human lives eliminated and the devastation caused upon a variety of folk for very curious and somewhat spurious reasons. And until Trump comes to that, until Trump gets to that number, my view is actually what this Trump thing is about is more about political rhetoric from the losers than it is about actual analysis. And my perspective is without question, Trump is going to enact some very curious and strange things. But the business's usual characteristics of the past 28 years in the US, the folks that are complaining the most vehemently about Trump don't seem to have an adequate narrative associated with the past 28 odd years. Tom Barbele in San Jose, signing out.